Hey, I'm Stacy. And I'm Casey. And this is the Self Care Project Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness and how it works into our lives as busy professionals, moms, and entrepreneurs. Come sit with us as we spill the tea on how we still manage to take time for ourselves and make self care a priority. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And of course, share with your friends. Hope you enjoy. All right. Hey, you guys, I am here with Casey for the self-care project podcast. And today we are going to dive a little bit deeper into sleep. So a couple of weeks ago, I wrote a blog post about eight ways to improve your sleep. Today, we're going to talk about why sleep is important. So Casey and I talked on the um, podcast for the summer health series about what you know how to be how to improve your sleep by turning down your screen time and making sure that you're not consuming caffeine after a certain time what else did we put in there casey um basically you know just creating that sleep environment you want to make sure that we're keeping consistent bedtime summertime it can kind of get away from us um so trying to go to bed at the same time every night trying to get up at the same time to really just help keep yourself consistent there really want to eliminate any extra lights, things like that in your room, if you can, like at one point, um, my husband actually went around and put tape on all of our different things. Cause like we have a wall AC unit. And so like, there's mm. a light on that and there's a light on our light switches that like when the light is off, it glows. So you can see it and where it's like a smoke detector thingy. So everything has all these little lights. Right. Um, so we went around like basically putting black tape <laughs> on everything. Nice. So it's really just making that environment like as dark as you can. You really want to be, it really, you want it to be nice and cool. Um, I don't know that anybody sleeps well if they're hot and they're sweaty. Um, and for us right now, the humidity is so bad where it's like, you know, you want to just really try to create a nice, calm, quiet, cool environment when you're asleep. Right. So let's talk about why it's important to actually make sure that we're getting sleep, because we know that, you know, we know we learned in school, like it's not a big secret that seven to nine hours is like the sweet spot for sleep. And I know for me, um, making sure that I am getting, I'm like a seven and a half hour sleeper. And if I am not at seven and a half hours, I just don't wake up. Like it's just not happening. So um, I'm also famous for going to bed at 8.30. So everybody makes fun of me. I'm like the grandma of the group. So um, it, sleep has different impact on our fitness. It has a different impact on our fitness and performance, our nutrition and our weight management. It's also really big on our brain function and our immune system. So let's just kind of dive into the, let's dive into the brain function part of this one, because I know for you, Casey, this was a huge thing for you. Um, and in my, in my post, when I made it actually said like, my husband would laugh at me because I'm a technology idiot. Um, but when you sleep, it really is like running maintenance on your computer. It's like mm -hmm. defragmenting your computer. And, um, so your, your brain is going to reorganize and reset and kind of clean it up. And you referred to this as what, uh, basically like your brain kind of goes through a wash cycle. 
So it really does. Um, it really is essential whenever we're talking about resetting that system. Sleep is when your body rejuvenates and and resets and so when it comes specifically to the brain and this is a little bit of like uh, of my kind of like call it my soapbox because again i've mentioned a couple of times alzheimer's really runs in my family and so i was reading a book um that i checked out from the library this has been several months ago but it really talked about how when we don't get enough sleep and it talked about it, it really can impair and it does it's not really can't it will impact brain function and um, when you're somebody like me that has sort of a, a, a genetic predisposition to something like um, Alzheimer's, it really made me start taking notice and really focusing on my sleep. So the brain kind of goes through this wash cycle. And when it doesn't get that time that it needs, there really can be buildup in the brain. And what that does is that starts to affect connectivity. Um, and I mean, we could dive into a whole thing about that. That's not really what we're gonna do today. Um, but it really does become very important for that brain to get through that wash cycle. Um, and, and even, I mean, we've all, we've all experienced it when you've had a day or maybe a couple of days and your sleep's really been off and we hear, I feel like we hear the phrase brain fog a lot right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that, I mean, I think it's, it shows us, we have almost an immediate response to not getting enough sleep. So we really do know our body is telling us. Um, and those kinds of ways, when we have low energy, when we have brain fog, where it's like, hey, listen, yo, like sleep's really important. Like I need you to take your butt to bed and get some good sleep. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is like, we, you know, we hear growing up that, um, that, you know, you make sure you get a good night's sleep before you take a big test or anything like that. And when you talk about connections, just so that we're clear with the audience, because this is something you and I both have a really strong background in. We talk about connections, we are talking about when, when, um, when you're developing memory in your brain, your brain is making connections to things that are related to that memory in your brain. So it's reorganizing the information in your brain. And that's what helps you remember things. And that's, you know, a trick I learned, I think it was called the psychology of learning was one of the first classes that I took in my undergrad. And that was all about how if you can, you can remember something better if you can relate it to something that you already know mm -hmm. or something that's familiar to you or something. Um, so when you're, when your brain is being washed or it's defragmenting, it's actually reorganizing those things in your brain and becoming more efficient. Uh, the other big thing is your flight, your fight or flight response. And so we know when we don't get enough sleep that we can be irritable or things mm -hmm. like that. So, um, so it's definitely going to affect your concentration. It's going to affect your mood, right? So those are definitely things that if you are, if you're having a hard time remembering things, if you feel sluggish, if you're not feeling super creative, if your concentration is off, that you really should focus on making sure that sleep is a priority. All right. Let's yeah. move on to the next one. So not that that's not important, but, um, all right. So for, as far as fitness, so I mentioned fitness was another big thing. How is sleep affecting fitness and your performance? Right. So Casey, do you want to start us off with this one too? I think one of the really big things is that when we don't get enough sleep and we're tired, we don't want to do are we don't want to do those things so i think the most basic foundational way that it affects our fitness is and performance is that we tend to do it less 
you know, right. it becomes one of your those things motivation is off. Absolutely. And then if you, and I know you have, but I mean, it's like, and there are times where it's like, if you've ever gone into the gym, like kudos when you've been tired and you've just made yourself go and push through, but like, did you enjoy it? No. Like I, some of my most awful workouts have been those that, I mean, like I've done it and I've always been glad that I've done it. But when you go in there and you are tired and you're sluggish and you're trying to do a workout and you're just like, I don't want to be here. Of course right. that's going to impact your performance. You know, you're not going to get out of that workout what you could have gotten out of that workout um, because your body is not, it, it's almost like not ready for it. You know, it's like your body still was like, Hey, I still need some more sleep. I need rest. Um, and so you, I feel like performance as a whole suffer just because you're not able to like things just aren't firing the way that they're supposed to because you're tired. Right, your battery's low. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing that I think is really important about sleep is that when we sleep, that's when growth hormone is released. And so there's other hormones. We'll talk about that once we get into, you know, the immune system stuff and we get into the nutrition stuff next, but you have hormones that are released in your body when you sleep. And so not only is growth hormone released so that it can help grow and repair your muscles and your tissues, but you also have like the same way that your body, your brain kind of washes itself. Your body's doing the same thing with turning over cells. And so if we keep all of those old cells in our body and you're not turning over and building new cells and things like that, um, then you're not, it just kind of slows things down and makes things sluggish in your body. So having that mm -hmm. time going into that deep sleep so that your body can go through all these cellular processes and all these hormone processes, uh, it's really important to make sure that your body is functioning at its absolute best. And I think that, you know, a lot of times this kind of makes me think of like taking your car in for maintenance. You know, if you mm -hmm. don't ever change the oil in your car, then you get this sluggish old oil. We're not changing our oil when we go to sleep, but your body, it does have some things going on. This is when your body does maintenance. So, and it's funny, like I set my computer up so that it automatically updates at night when I'm not on it, right? Because mm -hmm. nobody wants to update their computer when they're in the middle of working or writing or, you know, on Instagram. So right. nobody wants to do that. <laughs> So I set it so that it does that at night. But if I was up on my computer all night long and I kept hitting like, you know, delay, delay, do it tomorrow, do it later tonight, my computer would never update and it would, it wouldn't work the same way. So the same mm -hmm. way that our brain needs to kind of wash out and defrag, um, we need to make sure that our body can do that too. And there's also some research around like your metabolic rate and energy conservation. And so you know, you use a certain amount of calories per day and that's your mm -hmm. energy that you've used. And so there's, um, there's research that's being done about sleep and how that can conserve your energy. So the more energy that you can serve at night, when you're sleeping, the more energy that you have to use for the rest of the day. So I thought that was interesting too. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's one of the reasons, are we about to segue into nutrition? Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's also one of the reasons why we don't want to eat large meals right before we go to bed, because then you're, di you're, you're basically turning on your digestive system. Um, and 
our systems are always working, but that digestive system, it's really important that it is able to just kind of like repair and restore um, overnight. But if it's having to break down and process food, exactly um, being able to do that. And so um, it, it's really important from, you know, we talk about going into the nutrition pieces, understanding too, like there is a reason why there is logic and reasons why we say, and that it's been stated time and time again, that we, we want to eat, um, we want a window of time between eating our last meal and going to bed. Now we can get into a whole nother thing, like blood sugar balance and all that kind of stuff, because for some people having something late at night might be essential. Um, and if anybody listening is struggling with staying asleep at night, um, you know, blood sugar may be something that you want to, um, reach out and ask about because there could be something going on there. But, um, you know, like your systems really like they need a break and sleep is when they get their break. And so when we are going to eat something, we want to make sure we're giving ourselves that kind of that window. Um, because, and, and newsflash too, if you're somebody that struggles with digestive issues, if you've got constipation and things like that, and you're not sleeping well, there's a really good reason <laughs> that you're going, you're having some of those digestive digestion issues. Well, and that's the thing is like, all right. So when, when you're not taking care of your body, whether it be nourishing it properly, sleeping, getting good movement, drinking water, all of these things help these digestive processes. They help your mental health. They help your physical health. They help all of those things, but they kind of have to be done in combination. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter if you go to the gym every single day, if you still eat like crap and you still don't sleep and you still are, have all of these other habits that aren't, aren't supporting what you're doing in the gym, you're not going to have the performance that you could have, right? So it's nor it's the like, results. <laughs> yeah. So there's actually a, um, and I, I won't get into the details about it, but there was a study and some stuff written. I had listened to somebody talk about it, about how uh, a team of cyclists were, they were like one of the worst teams, right? From one of the countries for like the USA or Tour de France or mm. whatever, like the, this kind of cycling, this. Right? Yeah. The rides, road cycling. And so they did all this research about how they could improve 1% here and 1% there. And like all these tiny improvements, whether it be like changing out a component on their bike to make it lighter or, you know, drinking uh, electrolytes to make sure that they were able to, you know, keep their, um, they had more stamina or, you know, putting a different seat on or having a more aerodynamic. Mm -hmm. So they did all of these things that alone would have only made a tiny bit of difference, but together they made a larger impact and they were able to perform better and come out and be able to take the win for that year and like be the, you know, they were leading the teams instead of being the last team. And so I think that it's really important to consider what what all of these micro changes can do mm -hmm. and how they can lead to like a whole lot bigger. If you think, if you're thinking about the bigger picture. Um, so as far as like weight maintenance, which is probably more on my, my end of things than what your focus normally is Casey. But as far as weight maintenance, obviously blood sugar has a huge thing to do with your appetite and how you feel. And, but also when you sleep, your hormones are regulated. 
So Mm -hmm. again, you don't want your body busy breaking down food. Uh, For a lot of people, it makes them hot, which we also said earlier, when you're hot, (laughs) it's hard to sleep well. So if you're eating certain combinations of foods too close to bedtime, it can actually make your body heat up because it's extra energy that you're putting Mm -hmm. into your body because we're conserving energy when we sleep. We don't need to eat right before we sleep. Um, but you have the hormones left in a ghrelin that are going to regulate your hunger. And so when you're not sleeping enough, those hormones get off and they cause us to be, to feel like we're hungry when maybe we really aren't. And there's a big connection with, with not sleeping enough and metabolic syndrome, type two diabetes, obesity, all of those things. So I, I know for the course that I teach here for the military, one of the big things that we talk about is how when you're looking at like blue zone studies and you're looking at like longitudinal studies of people who have lost weight and kept it off, sleeping seven to nine hours is right up there with exercising for 130 minutes a week, right? So I think that that's a huge thing to consider if you're struggling with managing your weight is where you actually are with your, you know, with your sleep as well. So I think mm-hmm. it's just as important as getting to the gym, just as important as what you're putting in your face. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, one of the things that through my function nutrition training is basically like if somebody isn't, if you're not really ready to tackle your sleep, like you're not really ready to do anything else. Like that's right. really how foundational level tier one it is, is, is regulating your sleep because like you've already said, you know, you can go to the gym all you want, but if you're not doing all of these other things, performance isn't going to be there. Results aren't going to be there. And one of those most basic things is is sleep. And we also know that sleep is one of the first things that we negotiate on when we're trying to get things done and we're trying to create, right. We want to be more productive. We think that means doing it, doing things for longer. And that's not really that's not really the approach we want to take. Um, we want to be, right. we want to be productive in the time that we allot for ourselves. We don't want to just give ourselves this, this indefinite amount of time to get stuff done because we think the more time we have, the more productive we will be. Um, so it's really just changing that mindset too around sleep and goals and productivity and all of those, all of those kind of things that like legit, like the first thing that I'm going to talk, ask a client when they come to me, is how, what's your sleep look like? Because if you've got all these other things going on and then you, but you first tell me you're not sleeping, that's where we're going to start. We're going to start with trying to establish some really foundational sleep habits that are going to then be able to set us up to work through all of this, all of the other stuff. Yep, exactly. All right. So really quick so that we um, don't make this an hour long podcast because we totally could. Um, <laughs> so let's talk really quick. There's been a lot of um, a lot of summer colds going around lately. I've kind of got a little bit of the sniffles. So um, let's talk about the immune system. So obviously when you don't sleep enough, your body's not cleaning out that cellular gunk, um, but it can cause some trouble with inflammation and it can cause some trouble with your immune system. Um, so your immune function is decreased when your body is under stress or when you have inflammation. And so not sleeping enough can increase your inflammation. It can increase through, you know, with your amygdala, like the whole fight or flight response, which raises cortisol. Um, so talk to me a little bit about like what you're, what you know about that Casey. 
Yeah, I think the immune system is something, for one, I feel like uh, immune has been kind of a buzzword for like the last two and a half years for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, and I think people have really been searching and seeking ways to really develop a good immune system because we've needed it more than ever. And um, <laughs> immunity goes right back to the gut. Immunity, like your immune system is only as strong as your gut is healthy, like bottom line. And so it's like, again, if you're not sleeping, if you're having digestive issues, if you're not pooping regularly, you guys, we can do a whole episode on poop and it's not pretty and it's not fancy and people think it's gross, but literally your poop can tell you a whole lot. Um, but if you're not doing any of those things, I got news for you, your immune function is impaired. So like, if you are, if you have sleep disturbances, if you are having issues with constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, whatever it is, anything that's going to go on in your digestive system, your immune system is impaired. Um, people who have, if all of a sudden you're like, you do like, we know right now, even with us too, like weather is a huge thing, changes in our environment. Um, but even allergies, even people who are allergy sufferers, um, it's an impaired immune response. Like your aller allergies are directly tied to your immune system. And so a lot of times when people are suffering from allergies, you know, there can be some just basic um, functional things done with nutrition and addressing certain things and healing the gut and people will actually have an improvement in their allergy symptoms. And so your immune system is tied directly to your, to your gut. And the way that your body responds to allergens and different things is directly tied to, to your gut health. So those, nothing in the body works in silos. Like every single one of our symptoms are connected and every single one of those symptoms systems are, are rooted in your gut. Like, and that's just, it's all, it's all, it all basically boils down to your digestive system. And so like, when we think about our body, like I love a, an image that I've seen where it's basically like, you know, our bodies being like this living, growing tree. And like, so if you think of it that way, like all the roots that you have are in your gut, they're in your digestive system. That is where they, that is where they start. That is where they are nourished. That is where they're going to either grow or that is where the dysfunction really lies. Right. And the funny thing about that is that, and again, we could do a whole entire podcast about, we could do a whole series on gut health, but um, yeah. Maybe the thing don't. is, is that you can't just like in your body, you can't see your digestive system. You also cannot see the roots of a tree or a plant or anything like that. And so um, there are external cues that can tell you that something is wrong with your gut and your hair, your skin, your immune system, mm -hmm. your sleep, your hormone response. All of these things can tell you whether something is not right with, with your gut. Um, but I think the biggest thing here is just to understand that if you're not sleeping enough, your immune system is not functioning properly. And so I, um, again, everybody is different. I've definitely gone through, uh, through different phases of sleep where I required more sleep than others. There's definitely been times where I have needed less sleep at a time, but needed I remember when I needed to start taking naps, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, well, I'm, I know that I'm getting, you know, four to five hours of sleep at night, but then about two or three o'clock in the afternoon, I was like, okay, I need to take about an hour long nap. And yeah. 
that didn't last very long until I was like, okay, my body needs a solid seven and a half to eight hours sleep. It doesn't matter what's going on. A tra- you know, a tractor trailer could come through my house and I would still be sleeping. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so. I think it's, I love the fact that you brought up nap, um, just on a little side. If you are like naps certainly have their place, but if you're, if you are napping out of just a lack of, because you are just exhausted and you cannot get through your day with a nap and then your sleep is also, you have disrupted sleep at night. Like it's really time to start digging into some stuff because you should be, if you're getting good quality sleep at night, you should be able to string together a whole day without like needing. And I'm talking like needing a nap, you know, and people are nappers. You love a nap. I get it. I'm a terrible napper. Like if I'm napping, it's because like, I probably had some really junky sleep the night before. Um, so, but I think it's important too. Like if you're somebody who naps and then you're struggling with sleeping at night, those things are related. <laughs> right. And that's, you know, that just comes down to, I had a friend tell me by five, six o'clock, I'm just completely drained. And I'm like, you should be, you yep. should be ready to like wind down your day and start your nighttime routine around seven o'clock. Yeah. Because I, I'm getting up at four, four thirty in the morning. So I am winding down at six thirty, seven o'clock. The unfortunate part about that is that none, I'm going to say about three and a half days out of five, I'm usually not getting home from work until five. So yeah. it makes going to, but that's, here's the thing. Like, this is why I schedule things out and do things in the morning. And I try not to work at night because I know that I will start something and not want to finish or not want to stop and I'll just stay up. Then guess what? Mm -hmm. The next morning, I still am going to end up with the same amount of hours in the day. Only now I've just completely screwed up my whole sleep schedule because one night I go to bed at eight, one night I go to bed at 10, one night I go to bed. So staying in that routine is really helpful. And if that means that you have to block off some time in the mornings and get up a little earlier and go to bed a little earlier, that's a little bit easier to control than trying to steal away hours at night. If you're going to yep. steal away some hours in the morning, you need to put them back in the evening. So that's, that's a hard one, a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow sometimes. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, let's wrap it up on that note. Um, if you guys, if anybody wants to chat about gut health or about any of those things. Um, Casey is a fantastic resource for that. And uh, as always, I'm happy to chat with anybody about weight maintenance or performance. So if you want to reach out to either one of us, I will put in the show notes how to get a hold of both of us. And if not, I we will talk to you guys next week. All right, guys. Have a great day. Go get some sleep. Bye. <laughs> All right, stop.